So, welcome, Tim. Thank you so much for joining the Green Element podcast. I'm really looking forward to today. I mean, we've known each other now for um, just coming up to two years, I think, uh, working mm-hmm. the same, in the same program as in RBS. But you run not just one organisation, but four businesses. And I think it'd be really interesting to understand how you run those sustainably, how you run those ethically, the morality that you have in, like, intertwined into them, and what it is that you are doing and how you're doing it. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Well, very, very, very nice to be here, Will. So uh, thanks very much for inviting me. Um, so there's a nice open-ended question. Um, yeah, it is four businesses now. Um, the, uh, it's soon to be five. Um, so it might be useful just to give you a bit of an overview of what all of them do. Um, so the first business is called Mount Panassus, which is um, named after my home that I'm sitting in right now. Um, Mount Panassus was... Uh, the, the, the house was named Mount Parnassus by a poet about 350 years ago who used to write poetry just by this window behind me, this arch window behind me. So there's a bit of history there and um, it's a bit of fun. But Mount Parnassus basically does uh, a couple of things. One is a, a straightforward consultancy. And I suppose over the last uh, 12 to 15 years, I have been going into businesses acting like a business doctor, <clears throat> trying to get them to scale and trying to get them to build productivity within their business um, and to ultimately change mindsets. And during that period, I was using um, uh, systems, I suppose, that um, uh, were best practice systems. And I think in this post-Thatcherite world, a lot of these um, uh, drivers for business are traditionally financial. And I found that deeply, deeply concerning because every single business owner that I met found that the conflict between just going after financial gains within their businesses um, and trying to match those up in a business plan with the morality that nearly every single person I come across um, feels deeply within them um, was a juxtaposition too far. Um, And... I really struggled with it for a number of years. Uh, So much so that in actual fact, I started to look at other business opportunities um, a few years ago, one of which um, was um, a statistic that I found out about about six or seven years ago, which was that the transfer of wealth of all the businesses owned by baby boomers in in America that would have to transfer in the next 15 years was estimated to be somewhere between 40 and 120 trillion US dollars worth of businesses. Now, many, many moons ago, I had um, a, um, uh, I, 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 I used to be a recruiter mm. and I've been involved in a lot of man, um, ma- um, merger and acquisition work over the last uh, 15 years in any event. So I just thought, well, look, hold on a minute. There's already market here to get involved in the transactional end of businesses. So where people are looking to retire. And so I started a brokerage under the name of Mount Panassus, uh, probably about six, seven years ago. And the interesting thing is that that brokerage business has pr- produced huge numbers of opportunities uh, for me and also for the people that, that I interact with, um, where um, businesses that are perfectly sound are coming to uh, people are coming to retirement and they're wondering what to do with their businesses and um, what I try and do at all times is provide a solution that's going to work for everybody 
But about three and a half years ago, a man came to me and asked me to sell his business, and his name was Alan Fowler. Um, Alan asked me to sell his business, and he had spent the last 30 or 40 years building um, a, a, a great body of work of uh, intellectual property, um, which he called D4, which is, in effect, an end-to-end -end strategic planning system for businesses. And I was fascinated by it, um, so much so that um, I, um, well, just two or three weeks ago, I bought his company. Um, but it became very clear during that initial meeting that I wasn't going to be able to sell the business because of a few very complicated reasons, which I won't go into now. But um, what he had produced was spectacular because actually it addressed that very core thing, which is how do you get ethics, morality, sustainability to match up with uh, increasing shareholder value and um, improving, um, you know, looking after all the people within the organization, all the other good things that we all want to do. And most business plans really just concentrate on one thing, which is where's the money? And uh, people don't want to be in business just for the money. Um, or so I found, uh, and certainly that's true of me. Um, they want to obviously get some reward, but they also want to be uh, motivated by contributing to their environments, communities, and so on. Um, and so um, this is what really sort of ticked, started ticking a lot of boxes, and also it's an incredibly effective method of, of planning businesses in any event. So 2016 was a very interesting year for me. I um, spent the first half of the year applying that um, science to myself, learning it. Mm. Um, I also started applying it with clients. Uh, and also I started to redesign it because it was um, uh, very, very complex and it needed to, to be simplified for the SME marketplace, which I'm very well versed in. So, um, so I did all of that. We started getting some great success from the companies that we were applying it to. Um, I successfully refactored it. It's still not quite finished, but it, it's certainly a hell of a lot simpler than, simpler than it used to be. Um, but I think the interesting bit for me was uh, I did my own Concord, what's now become Concord plan or mm. D4 plan, um, which basically said, well, look, what does success look like for me? You know, what are the outcomes? Mm. Um, and it became very clear that I wanted to propagate the D4, now Concord, system globally. And in order for that to happen, I'd have to get a bit of a reputation for doing some good business things because just on its own, um, ostensibly on the face of it, it's just another system for planning a business. But it, it, it's far more than that. Um, but I, I'd need to get a reputation for doing good business stuff, if you like. And so Alan asked me a question, and it was a fascinating question. He said, Tim, um, what do you have within your range of knowledge and expertise and opportunities? Um, uh, have you got anything that really will capture people's imagination? And I said, well, it's funny that you should mention that because over the last four or five years, I've been working on another plan, which is to rapidly accelerate people's understanding of what it is to run a business using simulation gaming technology. So the second half of 2016, I put pen to paper in a serious way, which was to build out um, uh, what has now become a, a company and a new 
tool which is called Rocket. The company is called Games Without Frontiers. And in essence, what it does is it teaches anyone, just like riding to, learning to ride a bike, anyone how to run a business in a single day. And it's great fun. And the yeah, learnings are huge. I've been on it. It's really good fun. So, uh, so yeah. So, um, and we've got, so, um, so just to go back and just do the overview. So Mount Panassas is brokerage. The second business is CTA Global. That owns Concord. And now it's just bought Isochron, which is um, the company that Alan owned, which owns all the D4 um, uh, science. Uh, and then the third company is Games Without Frontiers, which creates simulation games to transform people's minds. And the fourth? Uh, there's another business which is coming up uh, next year, which I'll maybe talk to you about another day. <laughs> Fine. So we'll talk about three so, in a moment. So uh, with an overview of all three, how you talked about the fact that and I, we're going through Concord process at the moment. And it's brilliant because you don't talk about the money. And actually, never, ne it doesn't really matter where you swing with money point of view it actually makes an awful lot of sense not to talk about the money all the time because in order to grow a business sustainably um, in all manner of the words, you do need to grow it without thinking about the money completely because you're bringing in so many different um, parts of the business. And for the most, the biggest part being the people that you work with and um, they're growing with you. So therefore it can't be all about the money in order to help e
Thanks so much for listening. We created this podcast for you. So we'd really appreciate any feedback you want to give us. You can do that by rating and reviewing on your favourite podcast. Or for iTunes, visit www.greenelement.co.uk forward slash apple. If you'd like to keep in touch, then we invite you to join our free Facebook community, which is everything to do with sustainable and ethical business. Lots of daily conversations, themes and great ideas. A really great place to work and network with like-minded individuals. If you open Facebook and search for the green element, hit the group search function, we will let you right in. All of the show notes, any links, any references to the, on this podcast will be featured on our website, greenelement.co.uk. As a special thank you for listening, please head over to www.greenelement.co.uk forward slash podcast 2018 and you can pick up a free guide on how to green up and environmentalise your business or organisation. That's greenelement.co.uk forward slash podcast 2018. Finally, I would like to thank Ben Chatwin for writing the fantastic opening music. He is an amazing artist with a phenomenal following. It was a privilege he said yes to even write it for us. We look forward to seeing you next week and hope you have a wonderful day.